0: The Gore Club podcast with Steve Vessel, Derek Sturgeon, and Death Metal Dave. Yeah. I thought it was like, I was like, That's kind of lazy. No, it's fucking brilliant. Dude. It's so entertaining.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll just we can just flow with this. Have John come in and then do a few minutes after after John. All right, that sounds good. <clears throat> yeah.
2: What time is it now?
1: It's probably like 10.05 by now. Mm,
0: I have to have my phone out, everybody. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's 10.10. 10. It's 10.10. 10. So we got 20 minutes before uh, the Dugan calls you have, Do you have questions 25. set up for him and shit? No. I really wanted to talk about, like, the... Because he came from the theater. Yeah. He's going to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, we don't have to yeah. be... And I don't, I told him what, the, uh, what we were going to talk about, like, yeah. 70s th- uh, yeah. theater, Grindhouse, all that kind of stuff. So I mean, that's when he was, like, 18 years old. Oh. When he did... In seventy four, whatever. Can
2: I can I ask him what it, what do he thinks the Sawyer family would do during the COVID times?
0: Yeah, fuck yeah, you can. He's extremely political. That's why I like him too. Oh yeah, he'll probably go hard on that. Good because most of these movies, that's what's going on. You know, you come out of fucking Vietnam, um, and now that all these people who didn't have a voice now have a voice to talk about, it, and they got to see that shit on normal television. Oh right, it was awful
2: normal television we're probably
0: already oh, we are live, live actually are we're recording we?
2: yeah <laughs> we're talking we're talking our game plan before so we were not really have an least before we actually something.
1: don't do it like the show we're just like hey guys here we are Hi. looks like
2: <laughs> paddle pigs uh,
0: softballs welcome, <laughs> uh, welcome to the Gore club podcast everybody i'm steve i'm death metal dave i'm derek derek and uh tonight's special guest will be calling in about 20 minutes is uh john Dugan from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Woohoo! He's uh, hes actually an old friend of ours, and uh, he's got a lot of insight during. Obviously, during the '70s, he was in his teens when he did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But we're going to be talking a lot, uh, a lot about the entire genre during that decade. And so these are going to be uh, kind of long episodes,
1: and I can't wait to dig in because there's so much to talk about. There's a lot. I, like I'm looking at your board, as you know, if you've listened to us before, he has this big white board full of movies. I probably haven't seen like seventy percent of these because I'm thirty three, but 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of good shit on there, and I can have these two old fucks guide me through it too. So that'll be
0: fun. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got everything from Amicus, the Hammer, to Dan Curtis. Like I have like titles for each area. Like I got Dan Curtis rules TV, then the rise of uh, horror TV movies. You know, uh, the, the Hammer films were like spewing out like crazy during this decade, but they were really dying. Then the Roger Corman, then you've got like... Where were they
1: showing Hammer films in the 70s? Where?
0: Yeah.
1: Where could you watch a Hammer film?
0: Pretty much at your local drive-in maybe at that time. Uh, Grindhouse films. the Grandma's house. Yeah, but then you could see like, you know, at at, at, uh, the Chinese theater, they would do double bills. They were doing, they were pulling out a whole lot of uh, like... Curse of Frankenstein and horror of Dracula double bills at the time trying to, you know, get the monster kids fed because they came out of the sixties.
1: Yeah. Well, the seventies is like no more Alfred Hitchcock. You know, he's gone pretty much. I think he did like two movies in the seventies. Family
0: Plot is one of my, actually my favorites and it's his last Is that the
1: one with Karen Black? Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. I thought he directed one in the nineties. I thought no. he directed some shitty movie in the 90s.
0: Not that I remember. I mean,
1: I feel like that really happened.
0: If you're watching this on YouTube, please uh, school us or uh, Dave's on his tab over here. Maybe he can help us out before we get. I know in the 70s, he only did you like all. two
1: movies. And that's why I felt like there's such a difference in the films. Because all of a sudden, it's not like that Hitchcock era anymore. Yeah. Where people are trying to be him. It's all this weird shit or even like made for TV shit like Trilogy of Terror like that was just Dan on Curtis yeah. oh, wasn't man. it like three channels back then and that shit was all <laughs> there, were,
0: there was the three main and then you had the UF, uh, UHF yeah. channels because that's where they got Trilogy it all Trilogy of Terror was awesome What was the? I
1: wonder what the ratings were on that when it first hit like how many millions TV. of people watched yeah I mean, how many millions of people watched that shit yeah. when it came they didn't, they didn't really have ratings little, then yeah for oh, they TV had, they for had TV. to have something to no. tell you the fucking like, demographics yeah. and shit
2: yeah they had fucking like
0: everybody or rated X I'm pretty
2: sure yeah. no, oh, no I'm not talking R. about I'm not talking about ratings he means like for television TV
1: though. ratings
0: yeah which is a totally different thing because they weren't prepared for what was going to yep. come in the 70s Yeah, they weren't prepared for the anger and the and the outspokenness of the women's movements, the civil rights movement they were not prepared for black exploitation they just were like, "Oh, okay, we'll put this on on you know, mom and Pop Theater down the street." And like, "Holy fuck, what are we just what are we doing?" Yeah. What what are we this? Showing, we're
1: showing Blackula.
0: Yeah, fantastic <laughs> movie. Blackula Scream, yeah. Scream Blackula Scream. I think is actually a better film. With Pam Greer,
1: better yeah. it's a
0: better film. There's so much to all, talk about during for this decade.
1: All those are on Shutter right now, by the way, too. So that's kind of better. Cool. Yeah, they're like all back to back. I was just scrolling yeah. through the other day and I was like, "Blackula." I still have my VHS from that. Yeah. You Yes! Yeah, because I mean, when I was a dorky ass kid, you know, like nine or ten, I just see the title. I'm like, "That's fucking funny. What is this?" And I watched it. I'm like, "Oh, this is actually kind of good." Yeah. And then the sequel is a lot better. You're right, but I didn't see I mean, that. Just till the way it's structured and, and the
0: plot and everything. Yeah, and Pam Grew. Yeah, yeah.
1: and to be honest,
0: like there's such yeah. we can go so deep in this decade and try to get through it as much as we can. Cool. Um, I had to even pull out my own book of just movies that I love and the movies that I wanted I, to see.
1: I mean, there's I, so many fucking movies. Yeah. I didn't realize how many movies I love from Canadian the 70s, movies really? were coming out. Italian films, uh, Italian films, which is like blowing kinda, the fuck kind of my thing there. And, yeah. And like, I didn't, I didn't realize a lot of shit was seventies. I just never pay attention. I always just assume everything I likes early eighties. Yeah. And then I started researching for this episode and I was like, holy fuck, like a lot of things I love are in the seventies. And then a lot of shit I thought was in the seventies, like the shining. No. Fucking isn't. Yeah, it's like right at nineteen. The
0: cusp of the eighties. I'm like, ah, you tricked me. You
1: lied to me. <laughs> well, and people thought people always seem
0: to interview uh, John Carpenter, and we're going to kind of gloss over because we're actually going to uh, be specific about certain movies in the future with episodes. But uh, you know, people always want to interview John Carpenter about the seventies, and he only did like three movies.
1: Yeah, but Halloween's a pretty big thing. Oh yeah, I mean, he Halloween changed
0: the, the 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 landscape,
1: and that's like a really an influence on the eighties, though. You Assault know, Halloween coming out what we got in the 80s all the slashers and shit and everybody's like a fucking mass killer Friday the 13th and every other holiday has a horror movie now. But if you go back about
0: the Canadian movie. Yeah. yeah, If you go
2: back to slashers though I mean you have to talk about Black Christmas. Black Black Christmas. Christmas. Black Christmas. I mean it's like arguably one of the first slashers that set that whole yeah. Genre in motion.
1: I fucking hate Black Christmas. You do. I Tell know me. So many people are. Just Tell me. Oh, this right is now. so
0: good. This is why Derek and it
2: we this can It just pours the
1: good. living piss out of me every I mean, time I watch fart. it. I fucking hate that movie. But you love Jallo films, and it's like the transition from a Jallo to a slasher. Yeah, maybe I just don't like that combination. Maybe they mm. can just fuck off of that. I don't know. It's just like it's like I like rap and fuck like off. I, I like rap and rock, but I don't like fucking new metal. Like Oh yeah, that's a fantastic Black fucking Christmas example. is like Black Christmas is new metal. Like,
0: I can listen to as I'm the man, but I don't want to listen to fucking Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's see? that's valid.
1: Yeah, Black Christmas is like <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Like, but not like even like $3 billy on Biscuit, like those later ones. Uh, really okay. bad. I know. I'm not going to. Everybody just, I don't agree with you. everybody. everybody just I see your pocket. point. How about yeah. that? Everybody, everybody punch just punch turned it off.
0: off. Right. Uh, and
1: we're going to like uh, the remake.
0: You have like Wes Craven up there. Romero. He was really hitting his stride during that time. David Cronenberg, like I said, and the Canadian guys coming down. Alan Ormsby, um, Bob Clark,
1: Brian De Palma. Brian
0: like, De Palma is fucking uh, dude. Phantom of the Paradise. Holy
1: shit, I fucking <laughs> love that. I don't know what he was on during that, but good for him. I everything. <laughs> oh, Evan
0: Williams, man. Williams did all the music for that, and it's just amazing. And oh, he, I thought you said have, Evan
1: Williams. I was like, no, I don't I, him and
0: bourbon. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I, is Andy Williams? I can't remember, but uh, I, uh, I should. I love getting eviscerated. Should, should you know that? Yeah, should I should be? because he. <laughs> I used to always talk about him when I was a kid, and now I'm fucking almost 50. It's like, what the fuck was his name? Uh, You know, senili- senility. That's what I got. Senility. Senility. do yeah. know what that means. You just fucking I'm it. fucking senile. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> See? Uh, we've got uh, Brian De Palma, Toby Hooper, Wes Craven, Romero, David Cronenberg, uh, Roger Corman, the things that he helped you know, usher in, especially the drive-in era. That's where you could see Roger imagine, Corman fucking movies.
1: Imagine if we try to list every Roger Corman movie.
0: Well, luckily, no. I well, <laughs> ones he directed the ones he produced. It's not a whole lot during the 70s, but really? oh yeah. I was really surprised by that. I mean, he bought a lot of films. Was it was Prana or Jaws first? Oh, Prana. Prana actually got sued for ripping off Jaws.
1: So it was after Jaws. Though. Yeah. Okay. Because I know Jaws kind of ushered in that big like monster movie creature feature type shit. Mm-hmm. That's how we got like grizzly. And fucking Orca.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I shit. love all those movies. I love them. You love Orca? I do. I do. I do. Hmm. Yeah, I don't care. Dumbledore <laughs> is fucking going after a big-ass whale. Big-ass whale. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Big-ass whale. I don't think I've ever heard of that said out loud before. So Sorry, man. Kinda, because it's one of those movies I yeah. saw on television, and I was like, oh, it scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. And then you watch it now, and you're like, oh. Huh. Well, I mean, well, it doesn't scare the fuck out of me, but I still appreciate what they tried to do on a low budget.
1: And speaking of like ratings, Jaws was PG. Yeah, that was the war. So that, that, that was one really of the weird, movies. you that, that, know, that, yeah. a little kid gets fucking
0: eaten they're like, ah, PG. "Oh, PG." They show a totally eviscerated body. Uh, you know, leg flopping open. It's awful. And they just weren't prepared. It's like that's the transition of these new filmmakers who are like, "We're going to show you every fucking thing." Yeah. And you have no idea what's coming like did,
1: Was part 2 also PG? Or did mm, they did no. then by then they were I like, oh, then, "Okay, then, we're yeah. going to because they stepped up the gore in that Spielberg one. Spielberg went to war
0: with the MPAA. And uh would help develop the PG thirteen. Because he didn't want an R rating for a lot yeah. of his movies. So movies that should have been R. Like Jaws should be a fucking R, even by today's standards. Yeah, it's pretty graphic. It's graphic, it, it's got nudity, it's got some uh, some language. Language. Does it? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> we, we can't
2: talk about like seventies horror without like we've got to talk about some of the the obvious ones. The one that I want to bring up Yeah is the Exorcist. <laughs> because the exorcist arguably, you know, it, it was it was made for a lot less money than it than it was, than it actually made and gross and it sort of made made Hollywood realize like, hey, you can make money off these films. Yeah. So you got a lot more money behind them from the studios, you know. And you're talking about you can make money off of scandals yeah. and bullshit stories. All like yeah, studio well, absolutely, story. absolutely.
1: I have a few of like and the Christian gossip rags from back then, like that came out after Exorcist hit. I have a few of those like like dirt sheet or like Enquirer type magazines mm-hmm. and shit, where they're like, so and so killed themselves after seeing Exorcist or. Girls actually possessed after seeing Exorcist. There's a lot oh, yeah. of fun stories in there. It's all bullshit, but it's, it's funny. I have an old
0: comic book that's called the tomb of Dracula and they're reviewing the Exorcist and Nosferatu. I don't know why they're actually ex- doing an Exorcist for so long. Cause Nosferatu didn't come into like 79, I think. But, uh, they like did a deep dive on the Exorcist and like the, the religious scare that made that movie even more popular. Yeah. Even though it's technically a good movie
1: because the good guys yeah. win and the bad guys I lose. I feel like the church probably fucking loves that movie secretly. Oh, oh yeah. I think so. It's like, a
0: pro-church movie. It's yeah. like church versus science. I've got attendance went through the fucking See, I've got, <laughs> I've got
2: a story about this. For, for people that don't know, Hit my me. mother was a nun at one point sure in her, didn't her know life. That,
0: David. I know you most of my life. Yeah, <laughs> did know well, that she,
2: she was a nun at one, one point in her life. And I remember when I was younger, you know, this movie Exorcist, I'm like, yo, I want to see this. I want to see this so bad. And she was like, well, we can watch it. And this is weird because my mother did not let me watch horror films. She's like, we can watch it, but just so you know this is real, the devil will get you and the devil will possess you. and what? it freaked me out. It freaked <laughs> me out. but I, I, it it really really shook me when I was a child and you know getting older now and'm watching it it's not it's not as freaky but still if I watch it at home alone in the middle of the night, my brain starts working the Catholic upbringing is just oh, yeah. going in. An the Irish Catholic, sign of my family. Oh, yeah. 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 The devil yeah. is real and he will get you. Hmm.
1: Hmm. I never thought that. My there, mom was just like, doesn't watch that shit. So yeah. my mom was never like, oh, the devil's real. real. So Look you never you. had
0: the uh, religious guilt and all that from. Like watching movies or like the, yeah. the horror of the demons.
1: No, my mom would always just kind of have that whole like, those are, you know, you'll go to hell if you get into that stuff. And now she still walks in my house and she's like, this is like being in hell. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I like it. Fuck. I don't like your live, laugh, love bullshit, but here we are. And yeah, yours like, is more realistic. Yeah, mine's was like real thing. Your fucking bullshit Hobby Lobby signs everywhere. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know, man. Like, I never got, like, I don't think they watched it enough. Like, and when they did watch The Exorcist, which I'm sure my mom watched at some point, it's always on TV, so there's a lot of shit cut from it. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of the weird shit that the movie's known for was shown on TV. Or, like, a lot of the medical procedures and all that kind of weird, creepy shit. I don't think they get past that. My mom probably watched the first, like, 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, they're like, when they're giving, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's hard dad. to
0: watch. Even, yeah. by today's standards, I think. But if we want to talk about, like, landmark horror films of the 70s, I would definitely go with, like Amicus Hammer and in how Dan Curtis basically took over the tel- television market for horror movies on television. It was a, it was un like that people
1: were so fucking weird to me, like looking at that list. And I've seen most of those actually yeah. without realizing that some of them were like TV. I knew Trilogy of Terror, but the rest of them like Night Stalker, Night Strangler, all that shit. I'm like. We were just sitting around like waiting for a fucking whatever that Tonight Show dude's name is Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. <laughs> come on, i to watch the fucking Night Strangler first. <laughs> well, yeah, and they, they were usually. I wasn't two night alive events. for this, so you guys. You, you guys
0: I know. was old enough to see the Salem's Lot and I saw the Night stra- uh, Stalker yeah. on television, but I didn't see them live. They were like re airs.
1: I feel like Salem's um, Lot was coming on TV for 20 straight years, though. That still took. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you talk about that like burnt offering, dark shadows oh yeah yeah, that came out of the 60s and he just took that and he's like I'm gonna make a fucking TV movie out of this and it's awesome and then all of a sudden your grandma's watching her
2: stories about vampires
1: (laughs) yeah that's weird right (laughs) that's how like the I mean not to jump into the 90s at all but like I remember everybody I know watching Tales from the Crypt and shit I thought that was such a weird thing that my grandma would talk about like, you wouldn't be okay with this if this was a movie. Yeah. But because it's like the reruns were showing on, like, NBC and shit, all of a sudden you're like, gotta watch my shows, gotta watch uh, my channels. And-
0: well, uh, Amicus, that's what we're talking about, uh, Tales from the Crypt, Vault of Horror, 72, 73. Uh, they, a lot of people think of those as, like, Hammer films, and they're not. Uh, Amicus was, like, their biggest rival. I did think those were Hammer films. And like that, that's that's totally an it's totally understandable. It's the same vibe. It's an English company, you know, a, a, a studio um the, the the way they're sh- the way they're shot they actually stole a lot of the same actors uh some of the same directors and writers i mean it was a big deal like we just showed uh, the the, the, uh, the beast must die on our uh, public access to Public domain. Public, public domain. Public access.
1: Public access. Yeah. Public access. Is that does public <laughs> access still exists? Gotta hope so. Can we get on public I access? I hope there's little oh. kids out there on
0: their iPhones
2: making public access TV shows. The yeah, Beast Must Die was fun because, like, it was, it was a werewolf break. The yeah. werewolf. The infamous werewolf break. Yeah. Figure this out. It's a mystery. It's also a horror film, but it's a mystery. It might be the guy with the hairy hands. It might be.
1: Yeah, I've never seen that one. It's really weird. I don't know. The 70s have a lot of movies that I feel like were like. Pop culture, like type things that like Carrie, everybody's seen fucking Carrie, Jaws, Halloween. Yeah. And then you got these like deep cuts, like the Tales from the crypt movie or Volt of Horror, which was another one that like I, I didn't see that till like five years ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. randomly. So uh.
0: Uh, Amicus was kicking ass. They got um, the Madhouse, you know, not the Madhouse, Madhouse with Vincent Price. Uh, and then Hammer actually, as they were dying in the 70s, they were super productive. I didn't even write up half the movies that are up there that they made that year, in that decade. Uh, just some of the ones people know, like all the Dracula films, uh, Taste of the Blood, Scars, Satanic Rites, uh, seven. You know, uh, um, excuse me,
1: '872.: mm,
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> not
1: yet. Is I, this am, the, is this I the mean, technically, we're all dying live on the podcast. Uh, the Legend Death of the of Golden.
0: Damn it, damn it, Dave. damn it, Dave, damn it, Derek, the DDS, my DD. D. Uh, there's just so many we can go through that are just landmark films that people didn't even think about. Like Vampire Circus came out and people didn't know about it until the Blu-ray came out. So it's understandable that you didn't know a certain movie came out a certain year. Well,
1: that's why I was asking you earlier about like, how were people watching Hammer films? And definitely TBS, And Louisville, TNT. And Louisville
0: Kentucky yeah. in the 70s. Uh, we had Horror Host. We had Two. We had the uh, Fearmonger, And then I think his name was Richard Fry. I can't if I remember correctly on uh, Memories of Monsters.
1: Dick Fry. Yeah. Huh, that's unfortunate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite, actually. Uh, it's one that people don't really talk about, but that guy, yeah, he, was, he was he was one of my favorites. But he was like dead in the 80s. You had Elvira, at least in this area, and then Richard Fry.
1: Yeah, we picked up like the Chicago channels too, though, here. So we always picked up the Chicago channels. So you got the Chicago like horror hosts. the TBS. Yeah, yeah, and then the ones from like Indianapolis would come on the TV sometimes too. Sammy Terry. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, those guys when I was growing up, but it was like super late night TV. Like you had to actually get through the paid programming shit yeah. to get to like the horror host stuff sometimes. So you had to go like maybe order a watch or two, and then you can watch Sammy Terry.
0: Hmm.
2: <laughs> you, you you mentioned you mentioned a lot of the directors, uh, the, a lot of the movies, and a lot of these directors got their start in the '70s too. They got the oh, big yeah. breaks.
0: A lot of them came out of film school or just you know scrounged up enough money to make their first films. Uh, West Craven, Toby Hooper, I mean, the, I've got a lot up there, but there are so many more that we don't even have time to, d- to to dig into, who just really shined in the 70s and in the 80s, they kind of got sucked into the studio system, because I guess maybe that's where they wanted to go the whole time, Yeah, even Martin Scorsese, you could say Taxi Driver, I've got that up there, 76, I mean, that's a fucking landmark movie for just the, uh, is the violence, what it's trying to say, the political yeah. aspect, everything about it.
1: It's not necessarily like a horror movie, but it is like violent as shit. It's actually more uncomfortable than more, most like horror films that I've seen. So, And that's a whole there's another a,
0: weird genre. Think about it. Like there's movies that we always connect to that aren't really horror films as splatter films, like say Machete. It's not a horror film, but you're going to go to every horror convention and see Machete stuff.
1: Yeah. That's especially especially like Danny Trejo. Yeah. yeah. And Robert Rodriguez being associated with it. That seems to be a weird thing that happens if you're like a horror director. Yeah. Anything you put out. It's associated with the genre, even mm-hmm. if it's not that. But how many uh, horror films did Rodri- uh, Rodriguez actually threat? Like two, three? Yeah, really? Like From Dust so. Till Dawn. Yeah, and then, and then uh, Planet Terror. Yeah, that's about it. Other than that, they're all, even From Dust Till Dawn, it's kind of more so an action movie. or Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah, I get it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's like that weird
0: exploitation slant that came out of the 70s or actually came out of the 60s and really got. Bloody in the seventies. Well, the seventies we is like all kinds of exploitation. Mavericks came out and just there's a there's a lot of great books about that. Joe Bob wrote a great book about it, uh, profoundly disturbing. Yeah, he goes about the porno industry that came out of the seventies. Oh, uh, well, uh, that's that's still going strong. Yeah, it is. But it made it mainstream. You could go to a real theater, not just like a grindhouse theater, and see Deep Throat. And like celebrities were going to the movie premiere. Why would you do that? Because it got it, it became sexy. It became not just haha sex, but like go like and uh, porn 100
1: people and just have a boner yeah why why
0: not people didn't have cell phones then
1: that's yeah. really weird
0: you could go to a theater and just and you can go in like in a, in a in a mink coat instead of a raincoat
1: I don't like this <laughs> I just, I would be like totally uncomfortable like I was a kid like, like I would hate when I would get like morning wood at school and then that fucking national anthem would come on oh you're gonna stand up and you have to like and I always forgot my books so like I started remembering because that's what protect my dick you know I stand up with the book right in front of my dick there
2: everybody knew Derek.
1: yeah but I don't want to be the drive-in like fucking sitting there and I'm like oh man I want some popcorn I forget I have a boner and I just walk up and like poke somebody or something. right that's weird oh my god I'm not okay with that situation uh, I didn't right. even like watching porn with my friends back then. You know, like, like hey, look what I found on LimeWire. And I'm like a fucking virus, but they have. LimeWire. Lime like, There's like boobs here. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't want to watch it I guess
2: it's better than finding porn in the woods, which if you're minding Steve Age, you probably remember finding porn in the woods. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Dumpster diving. And then you have a whole awesome stack in
2: your I, clubhouse.
1: I just dug through people's parents' bedrooms. I was that kid. And yeah. they always had like the, if you found it, it was like these like phone book style covers, you know? For yeah. porn I'm like man They made it really Like embarrassing For you to buy porn They're like Let's put it in a cereal box Well they had uh, <laughs> <laughs> Porn
0: Porn parodies Were a bit hilarious When I was a kid There was one that, Like it was oh, oh fuck It was Burt Reynolds And, 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 uh, and Dolly Parton A porn a parody parody Yeah but it was Not, not a video It was a, a magazine I found Like those two doing Very it? strange Oh yeah. no Okay that's yeah, good though I would watch that
1: <laughs> we should probably get away from this. I'm sorry that I like uh, we got well,
0: sidetracked. Talking mind. about porn in the 70s and exploitation, it kind of all kind of all connects.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, 70s is like really where like the whole trash film craze like really starts. It you got know? embraced. Yeah, drive-ins
0: were blowing up in the in the 60s, yeah, especially.
1: Everything that I love about like the 80s came from like all this bullshit that started in the 70s, but we just took it way more seriously back then. Yeah. 80s I mean, did it like all the same shit. They made it slapstick and added like a, bad metal to it.
0: You're not going to have Nazi exploitation in the 80s. By that time they were already trying to clean it up. It was, you know, Republican owned, Ronald Reagan. That's not going to happen in my theater. But yeah. in the 70s, He's you're going to have Elsa everywhere. On. Yeah, Elsa <laughs> and every damn werewolf.
1: We got a Surf Nazis Must Die.
0: Yeah, but that's only a video store for the most part.
1: Yeah, but that's if video existed in the 70s, how many of these would have came out in the movies?
0: Mm, yeah. True. Definitely
1: not the porn, porn shit you were talking about. No. <laughs>
0: people
1: were like, fuck that, dude. I'm sick of having a boner next to all my friends. Trying hey, to eat these raisinettes. <laughs> <laughs> How would you be going
2: with your friends? Is that I would I would imagine. Who goes to the to-
1: movies alone? Well, That's even creepier. Like a hundred people that all came alone. <laughs> That's I mean, they're why, not going to come alone. But that's but why it
0: uh, it's community. <laughs>
2: one
1: of the things they had to do
0: because of the drive-in is had, they had to make even more and more crazy movies be available because people were sitting at home. You could yeah. sit at home and watch uh, Gargoyles or what's in the one? Uh, like Salem's Lot, uh, Satan's School for Girls, Duel, which is you uh, know Spielberg's. Yeah. basically he remade he remade that for Jaws
1: I also love that you put Elvis 79 on there by the way I had to because nobody fucking talks about that movie that's the Kurt Russell one. John right? Ro- John, John Carpenter Elements,
0: and it's not horror it's not even connected but it's it's connected through John Carpenter and Kurt fucking awesome and it was
1: Russell. on TV like just a random made for TV yeah. movie I love that fucking movie I do movie. too I don't have like the I've ever seen that man one. it's so
0: weird he talks yeah. to his like his, his dead brother like it's a shadow it's weird it's, it, you know not the whole movie but that's
1: it's really, really weird. Like it's, it's than any other like Elvis fucking movie I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a weird one. I, I was shocked that you had that on there because I've talked to a bunch of like diehard Elvis fans about it. I'm like, yeah, remember when Kurt Russell was Elvis? They're like, what are you talking about? That's not real. Yes. Yeah, it is. It was in the 70s. John Carpenter was, I guess, bored after Halloween. he trying like, to branch out. Yeah, but that was like right after Halloween, right?
0: Yeah, let's see. Elvis came out in 79. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. The, one the year Halloween later. Was, like
1: 78 and then Elvis happened. Yeah. He's just filming Halloween. He's just like, I really want to fucking make an Elvis movie right now. But like a lot of directors, especially even, I mean,
0: it doesn't matter really what decade, is that they start out in, say, low budget horror or whatever, and then they they have aspirations to get bigger. I mean, Romero did the same thing. He tried to make, in the 70s, he did, there's always vanilla, there's... um, What's in there? I mean, season of the witch is like a mishmash of, of like cut up movies, but yeah, it got marketed as a horror film. It's not. I don't think I like any Romero movie. That's not a zombie movie. Oh, that's not true. The Crazies. Martin is fucking amazing. Okay, I like Martin. You're right. Martin. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. He, you know, Dawn of the Dead's a zombie movie. I didn't know. I told you. I know. Man, 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 man. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I was just rambling about my, it some of my favorite '70s uh, Romero films. Uh But yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. But I, I, you know, what's funny is when we get to the '80s, we're going to do this episode. Uh, at least once a month. So the eighties yeah. night Riders is my favorite Romero film, but it's not, it came out in 1980. So I love I Riders. I can't talk about that
1: yet. So shit, I can't really, yeah, but we're in the seventies right now. I'm talking about 70s Romero. And yeah. The crazies. The 70s,
0: Martin, Martin like the crazies. is his avant-garde like vampire Martin. film. And if you haven't seen it, you need to see it.
1: Yeah. I think Martin's really cool. Dawn of the dead is actually my favorite film of his. So that's for my shit. Goddamn good reason. Yeah. But then I watched it with my kids and they ruined it for me
0: because they hated it. Well, because they're seeing a bunch of gray, ma- you know, the, face zombies the blood with, was driving with, them
1: crazy. with a
0: 60s era before yeah, like Stan Winston. Blood. Well, I mean, uh, like a, like I was talking
2: or about takes, takes The Exorcist, some, yeah, is scaring the shit out of me because my mother told me it was real. Like when I worked at the video store, kids would come in and be like, "Hey, I want to see yeah. a scary movie." I'm like, "Watch The Exorcist," and they'd be like, "That wasn't scary." I'm like, "You have no soul."
1: Well, because people also watch it with like five or six people in the room now, and they all talk fucking through it, take, a bathroom, break. take, up, bathroom, take bathroom breaks, and take bathroom break. Yeah, it's, it's different when same. you turn all the lights off you're not paying attention to anything else and you're just watching this movie then it, the exorcist is creepy it's still fucking creepy if i set by myself at like 2 a.m turn everything fucking off besides my tv and just watch the exorcist and get lost in it it's fucking creepy or the even the omen which i don't love i've talked about that before that little fucking kid if you want to <laughs> you want to hear a story about him go back a few episodes you can hear me rant about that that time at the convention where he tackled a guy I think it was, it was that kid, right? That's yeah, what okay, that was cool. the one we, we Freddy Freddy got, got fucked. You'll, you'll also the got the fucked. It's yeah. great. I got all these child stars mixed up, but that movie was like genuinely fucking creepy. Like at the end where he stares at the camera and he's like sad for a second. And then he kind of giggles. Right. I just, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Man. Richard
0: Donner told him a little joke or since, you know, said something funny to him and he got a little smirk out of it. Yeah. It's perfect.
1: And it's that perfect weird time. way of like making filmmaker. you question what happened. Like, Oh, what did this little kid do at all? Or is he just some innocent little goof?
0: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't. I mean, the the seventies also the, embraced the, uh, the the satanic panic, almost the beginning of it. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, the It came out of, of Rosemary's Baby, which the sequel to Rosemary's Baby came out in the seventies, and it's awful. What's the sequel to Rosemary's Baby? It's called, I think, Look What Happened to Rosemary's Baby. I'm not, I think I know it's got to be up there. Yeah, it's on. It's actually a, t- a TV movie. Oh. Um, I recently watched it uh, while actually, uh, you know, doing some homework on this episode and i was like oh i'll check this out it has a lot of the same actors has a lot of the satanists that are, that are in yeah. it but guy is different you know it's not in the it's not um it's not um oh my god the star of the fucking movie steve <laughs> yeah uh
1: rosemary thank you
0: no I, <laughs> senility we're gonna go back to that and now if hey guys oh we got a call we're gonna accept you gotta accept it's a tablet too Hey, we're gonna wa- we're watching a video and we're gonna um, floating, maybe. Yeah, John Dugan's calling in. John. Hey, Hey, did you use the uh, the video or the phone icon? Well, I used the video. Oh, wait, a minute.
2: wait, wait, hold a sec. There
1: we go. Oh, I gotta accept him. You gotta yeah.
2: accept it. Hold this on. is
0: we're getting new with this people. We're not doing a split screen. There is. We're not there doing. Is. Oh my God! Look at the titties.
1: <laughs> look at them titties. Johnny's
0: titties. Um, no it's okay I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to explain to everybody we're not doing the old split screen bullshit we're actually going to have him as a guest John's calling from Tennessee oh it also
1: sucks in Louisville right now
4: hot,
1: down yeah uh, if you can tilt your phone or your
0: camera a little bit more there you go sweet there he is we miss you baby uh, can you hear us TV. hey baby yeah I can hear
3: you
0: <laughs> uh, Derek is off to your uh, little right you're right but yeah. you can't really see him who's but that? he's who's the guy uh, oh huh. this is Dave this is Death Metal Dave this is Derek if you saw Derek's face you'd know Derek you know Derek Sturgeon uh, no one remembers me <laughs> that's okay probably he, he's off to your right but you really can't see him but uh, yeah we're we're doing this a little bit different than most people you would know, do it I, you
4: know I, I left I left the neighborhood over six years ago believe it or not oh I know
0: holy shit yeah John used to live in Louisville that's how we all
4: lot, know him de- yeah it doesn't sound that long you know a long ago
0: yeah you know, I lived a 20 minute walk from your joint you know? yeah it's true <laughs> I miss seeing you at the Gore Club baby yeah, yeah yeah we're uh we're actually I miss just
4: my gore club, president
0: we miss you we're digging a uh, uh, dick deep into 70s horror and oh, exploitation thanks. right now uh and, and i knew that you grew you grew up through that whole th- how old were you when you actually filmed the, the first texas chainsaw massacre like 18 19
4: i was 20 20 i was close it was uh, uh Yeah, it was
2: 47, it was
0: 47 years ago this month. Jesus
2: fuck, shit. I thought I read, I thought I read that you all started filming 47 years ago. This week was when it started filming. And it could be wrong. The
0: summer of, holy shit.
2: Yeah.
4: No.
0: Oh, we got a little bit of stag. Uh Oh. Oh, we got Uh, frozen. It's okay. It'll, it'll
1: unfreeze. Soon,
0: we got you on free. We're freezing you. Oh, the internet must be really bad out there, <laughs> or maybe it's our internet. Maybe it's our, our internet. internet. Could be ours. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's frozen on your face, though. You can't. You you, you probably have no idea. There you go. Sweet. Okay. We're doing all right. Yeah, we're doing all right. We got. We kind of froze up on us a little that bit. Better? Yeah. There you go. You're looking good.
4: Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't, oh, well, so are you. <laughs> you know, I've, uh, I've been, uh, I've lost 45 pounds <laughs> since I last saw you. Yeah. But uh, that's the cancer diet, you know. <laughs> but well, I fuck? figured once I have got it off. Well,
0: this just got real heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you just got real heavy, John. Thanks.
4: <laughs> yeah. hey, but, you know, there's nothing like... Uh, Having a tube, just eating through a tube in your stomach for six months to lose a little bit of
0: fucking weight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever want that to happen. Yum yum. Yeah, yum 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 yum. yum, yum eat them up. <laughs> you miss all the good, the good, uh, the the flavor of all the good food. It's just like slime. <laughs> uh.
4: It's okay. I have so much radiation in my mouth, I can't taste a pocket thing anyway. Well, I can now, but I couldn't for the first, you know, a couple of months. But so, how's things going in Louisville? Oh, we're good, besides, man. Size uh, demonstrations and the fucking Lip dippy still being assholes.
0: Oh yeah, they. You they... know, I
4: don't. I, I don't, I don't you know if you remember, Steve. I'm sure we talked about this. But when the LMPD first got online and had their first website. It was lmpdk dot org, and it was on all the backs of their all their cars. <laughs> and, it looked, and it looked just, and it looked, it was pretty much said, "Limp Dicky."
0: <laughs> I love you, John. I knew you were going to get political. You know, and that makes us happy.
4: It, it said Limp Dicky, except with, with all the you know the vowels taken out of it. <laughs> so we all started referring to them as the lip dickies and about six months they changed they changed the fucking (laughs) web address
0: that's the way to get (laughs) hit. they finally caught on those
4: cops the cops there are they've been assholes for years man and you know murdering assholes now uh, they've always been murdering assholes (laughs)
0: Sons of bitches shot my dog, and my cat. They shot, my neighbor uh, was the woman who owned the uh, cahoots. Oh, yeah. Marcia. Marcia. She, Marcia.
4: Yeah, Marcia. Marcia, Marcia. She lived. I can't remember. She lived across.
0: Marcia. She lived across the street from me, on the same side of
4: Burnwood, but across the street. And, uh, you know, one, uh, afternoon i was sitting uh in my living room and i had i had a front door up and i heard a gunshot and i ran out on the porch and this fucking cop had just shot her fucking dog she had two rottweilers and uh he was standing outside of her fence and he shot through to her backyard the dog, you know, somebody reported the dog was running loose, and the police showed up, and the dog ran back in his backyard. All the son of a, sudden, a bitch had to do was reach up and close the gate. But he shot that dog twice, through the gate, and into, into her backyard. And he was still standing there in a shooter's stance with his gun smoke, and when, smoking when came out, you know? And then, oh, about four months later, uh, I had a knock on my door and it was a neighbor saying, Do you, don't you own that little orange and white, the orange and white cat? I said, yeah, I'm lucky, what's the matter? So He just, uh, he got hit by a car, and the cops just shot him, and I went out there, it was the same fucking cop. <laughs> God, uh, man, the same, know. the same cop, and, uh, and, uh, my cat was fucking, you know, brains blown out, in the street, and, uh, Disgusting, you know, eyeball hanging out and everything. My fucking little lucky, you know. It wasn't so lucky that day, but. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
4: Yeah. But. Um, so, you know, he said, uh, sir, I had to do it. He was uh, he was dying. He was in such pain. He was in excruciating pain. I just put it down. Jesus. I was like, okay, it's all right. No one had got a box. I puffed the can for the cat but Took him to the backyard to bury him, you know. And I found out about a month later from another neighbor down there who had seen the whole thing, he said, That cat just had a busted leg. I don't know why they why that cop killed it. That cat was fine. I said, Are you kidding? He goes, No. You know, maybe a broken forepaw or something. It was, Practically nothing wrong with that cat. Now, the son of a bitch. So, here's, you know, this is what a fucking idiot I am. And I've done this in two different cities. (laughs) I called the fucking precinct and filed a a, a, a fucking formal complaint about the cop. You know, I said, you have a trigger-happy asshole in the neighborhood, and I want him to up. Well, in order to do that, you have to give your name, address, phone number, you know, all your information. Well, after that, every cop in the precinct had it out for me. I'd have to get home from work. Yeah, that happened. And if I wanted to go out, I'd have to go home for, from work, drop my car off, and walk to the nearest uh, place to go have a couple drinks. you know, around. And uh, about two years after that, you know, I was on Juker Street. Ah. Uh, uh, near Varsan Road. Um, I was coming home after going to the Indian uh, grocery store and liquor store a couple blocks away, and I had a, you know, a 12 pack of beer. And there was this couple, extremely drunk, no, really, know. really drunk, just weaving down the street. And uh, one of the guy was bleeding from where he, uh, down his face from where he apparently just staggered into a fucking wall of a building or something you know like and Archer, they were just like wow, terrible and i was behind them staying behind them and they came up to a van opened the door and they had about a fucking four-month-old baby in a car seat in a fucking van so i dialed 911 and i said you have a highly intoxicated couple here and they have a, a baby in a car please send somebody, you know, I know it's, and then the owner of that Indian restaurant that's open all night there, um, you know, it's like a bar, and some Indian guys on it. Uh, He came running out, and they'd walked on their check. So he came running out, and he reached in, and he pulled the keys out of the ignition. So they couldn't take off. And the priest showed up, and uh, this woman was asking, "What to do with this baby?" You know, in the cuff out there. And you know, I, I said, you, "You know, you need to call the child protective services right away, officer. This woman is you no know, shape, way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, is capable of being a mother, and something has to be done." And he goes, "Well, we know our job." I said, "Really? No, call." You know, CPS. And he grabbed me by my fucking shirt and it was the same cop that shot my cat and shot Martha's dog. Was it Margaret or Martha? Uh Martha. Martha. Shot dog. I
0: stopped going there years ago. The same fucking
4: cop. And he picked me up by the front of my shirt and threw me up, up against the wall, said one more word, motherfucker. One more word. i didn't say anything and uh then th- his partner came over they were playing a good cut back copy it, and they goes yeah you probably should he goes what's your plan sir and i said i will. I come you know he goes stole me i'm just gonna walk home he goes that's a good idea but they knew who i was they they knew that i thought they knew exactly who the fuck i was you know? I'm sorry to get me so serious on. No, (laughs) No.
0: you don't have to apologize for a fucking thing. We get political on here all the time. We're always taking political jabs. We're always talking about politics. And that's the thing about this genre, uh, especially during the 70s, is is uprising revolution. Uh, independent filmmakers coming together and having something to say because they just lived through the fucking 60s. And now it's our turn at, at the time to be like, you know what, I'm going to make this exploitation movie. But the the subtext
1: is human rights. Yeah. And I'm super glad that story didn't end with that cop shooting the baby because yeah. I thought that's where it was going. Yeah. In my stupid mind. No. Like he's going to shoot the baby. Yeah. Don't apologize for <laughs> a fucking, fucking thing, cop. John.
0: <laughs> well, we keep it light because the world is fucked, but we always make sure that we always are always going back to talk about like we're talking about black exploitation, we're talking about all these reasons. These these things kind of happen, and it's not you know it's it's organic, but it's it's a world. It's a it's a it's an issue worldwide, and especially here in America when it comes to police brutality, uh, Black Lives Matter. I mean, this oh, this has been going on for ever. And to people I like, it's like a new thing. That's they're, they're not paying attention. So don't apologize for a fucking thing. You can talk about that as much as you want. And we're always going to try to bring, bring like some levity to the subjects just to keep it going. But no, man, we're here to talk about these, the filmmakers and the actors, the writers who have something to say, especially during the seventies. So it's perfect. Yeah. Um and you were, you grew up in the theater at the time, right?
4: Yes, I started in the theater, well, in high school, back in the 60s, late 60s. But yeah,
0: we're going to have to turn I, it up a little
4: I, bit. I moved, I moved to Chicago, there went to go. theater school at the Art Institute of Chicago. I started in 1971, and I was there until 1974, and, uh, no, yeah. I was still there when I did Chainsaw because that was the summer of 73, 73,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. Summer of 73 really came out in 74.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I was there one more year after that. And then we're not here like
0: to just to talk about Chainsaw with you. I, I, I wanted your perspective on that timeline because you lived it. You lived during those times of when people had something to say, like I said, coming out of the 60s, and Vietnam wasn't even over yet.
4: Uh, yeah, there was some great, great independent film coming out there.
0: Oh, they're know, fucking amazing.
4: Uh, uh, well, Easy Rider being, you know, one of them.
0: But, oh, uh, yeah, Dennis Hopper, kicking ass. Yeah. You
4: know, but there was a lot of counter counter films and then, you know, Robert Altman was doing some really uh neat things and and uh but the problem then which we really don't have now but it's, but this is this to become a problem now but it was really expensive to make a film back then.
0: Chainsaw yeah, or no. uh or easy really, bread.
4: really expensive. Oh yeah. You know, film. Film is expensive. Film stock is expensive and lab
0: costs are expensive. And, uh, I'm glad you talk about that because a lot of people don't think about
4: that. You know, a really good camera, you have to, you can't, you know, nobody owns one. They cost too much. You have to rent it and absorb our cost, you know. Uh, now we, I <laughs> should sure, say, Daniel Pearl. Danny Pearl. Uh, he, uh, cinematographer. He was like, he was like the head, uh, he was finishing up his degree in, uh, in the film department at uh, at University of Texas in Austin, and he had keys to the <laughs> to all the shit because he was like, uh, you know, a uh, professor's assistant kind of guy. You know. And it was summer, and you know, he just went in there and grabbed the fucking camera. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'll never know what was missing. No. And, yeah, and he and Toby and Kim, or he and Toby, and other filmmakers who were involved in that film uh, um, had been saving short ends of film stock, too, you know, in our fridge So. so uh, we were using, you know, some leftover film stock. Who was that? <laughs> their head in the... Oh, that was Derek.
0: <laughs> Derek's off to your oh, side. Hey, Derek. Yeah.
4: Hey, Derek. <laughs> Derek's just hitting
0: a bottle over there.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so strange. I just ate a couple fucking edibles, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I'm talking about.
4: <laughs> I, I'm kind of like, what the fuck was that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, where was I?
0: You were talking about Danny well, Pearl, Cam Hinkle?
4: Yeah, and uh, so, but the lab cost, we could have camera costs, you know, but still, you know, dollies and dolly track and lights on that shit all had to be rented. And eventually, you know, we didn't have enough film, you know, to do the whole film, so film had to be bought. And then uh, it, it had to be sent to a, there wasn't a lab, uh decent lab in Texas so the film had to be shipped every day to Los Angeles you know overnight it developed and overnight it back so the you know the cost of, of doing film back then and we did it on the fucking cheap man <laughs> and uh, I mean really you know I think our original budget I think I had this down to the fucking penny. The original budget was eighty five thousand dollars, and we ran out. Oh, I bet! Like the first week in August, the film alone. Week in, you know, first week in August or so, and uh, so we shut down, and uh, the producers and. And uh, you know, the production manager and everybody went scrap on trying to find money. Went to the Texas Film Commission. Maryland had a couple of really good connections there and we they managed to chip in and they found somebody and we got another fifty thousand dollars. So we finished the film for hundred and thirty five thousand dollars, which is fucking unheard of, so cheap for some shot off film particularly. You know? And uh, then uh, there was another hundred thousand cost in a post production, so we did the whole thing for $235,000. Yeah, you I've know, got it on the screen for two hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. they made countless tens of millions. You know? <laughs> you would never know.
0: see it. You would never see that no, money. I, no, Bryanston fucked everybody.
4: <laughs> I, you know, I didn't. I didn't get paid for a year. I finally I got paid almost exactly. Well, it was more than a year later. It was after the film. I got paid out of first money. I didn't want a percentage because I thought, well, there never would be a percentage.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Everyone else did. I thought they were.
4: I got paid out of first box offices. So it was like the first or second week in October. I got a check in the mail in my little coach house apartment in Chicago for $637. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I ever made on it. You know, which is fine, but I'm still making money on it, so... Over the years, making personal appearances and selling autographs, i made it. It was not a bad few days' work. Let me tell you, Daddy <laughs> <laughs> It was just hot. That's a paycheck that just keeps on coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we've uh, I mean, I've I've met Gunner many times, and actually had personal conversations, and obviously you know him, duh. But like, that to listen to him tell the stories about about waiting for the back end. Like you said, you, you didn't want a percentage, but some of those actors and people in the crew were waiting for those points to come in, and they, they just didn't know they were ever gonna come.
1: And that's a, that yeah. fucking sucks. That's some Hollywood accounting. No, no that's and some they, mafia accounting.
4: Dan when everybody started suing everybody, it was taken out of, out of circulation for like seven years while they worked things out in court and all that shit. Yeah.
0: And finally, I think the cast and any crew or whatever that may have had points, kind pitt- of pittance, you know, a few grand <laughs> hey, or something. You got and some um, crumbs? <laughs> I'm crushing I, your head with my crumbs.
4: And uh, yeah, I'll squeeze your face. I can eat know uh, a- <laughs> I love that show. Uh. 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 <laughs>
0: What are we you talking about? <laughs> you can talk about anything we're you want, to... baby. i those
4: gummies. Those gummies just whacked me upside head. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, let's talk I about. I mean, if you want to talk about something else, we can. Let's talk about some of your favorite no. things that came out of the 70s besides the movies you were oh, in. Oh, no, I know.
4: I was going to say, I remember. Uh, um, okay. Gunner tell me years ago. Oh, that's right. We,
0: got, we were talking about Gunner weren't We're
4: going to talk about back. He's the high and I'm so. senile. And uh, you know, and and he and I had done this film in Tennessee called Shudder. and uh, you know, I've gotten a, a base day day rate, uh, which was not much. So we bought that. And-
2: oh, they lose me. Lose you, John. We lost you for a second, John. We're trying it's, to do our thing. Oh, no, there you go. There you,
4: you go. go. You know, you know, what I've learned over the years is there never is a back end. Mm. Somehow they make it so there never is a back end. You know? Yeah. I mean, some people have made really good back end deals. Very, very, very few. Very few. You know, like uh, fucking uh uh Keanu uh, Reeves. <laughs> In the whole uh, Matrix yeah. thing, it didn't take a salary, went for back-end deal, and did quite well. Oh, but, yeah. You know, but they actually, uh, you know, they stood by their deal, you know. And that's uh, yeah, kind of a thing for an established actor to do now, you know. They think this thing's going to be a huge hit They'll turn down their salary to take a back end deal, oh, you know. Okay. And if the producers want to gamble on that, you know,
0: they'll do it. It's harder to fuck people over in this day and age because we all will talk about it on social media. Like, if I were, if somebody were to fuck you over yeah. at, a, at a convention, you're on there the next day saying these motherfuckers didn't even pay me or I wasn't even booked. Like, so it's a little bit
4: harder <laughs> nowadays can't do shit anymore, man. <laughs> you, know? you can't fuck anybody over anymore. Yeah, there goes my kidnapping business. Oh, shit.
0: Oh, you keep locking up on us. You're uh, my...
4: It's Hollywood, <laughs> you know, <laughs> people who think bestiality is dirty. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: it's better you know, I parts. did,
4: uh, I don't know if you've seen it, not, the film I did with Tom Holland and, and Dick Miller um, as the writer, Tom Holland directed, and, and uh, Mike Madsen played the cop and <laughs> Tatum O'Neill was
0: in it. You say Mike Nesmith?
4: Oh, Maureen.
0: Maureen Maureen McCorvey.
4: Maureen McCormick from oh, yeah. The Brady Bunch was in it. Oh, Ikaa- but anyway, yeah.
0: <laughs> the last one I remember was uh, the hospital, and that was ooh, that was brutal.
4: That, so, uh, it, rock paper scissors. I don't know if you've seen it. No, yeah, I we I haven't. Oh, I, I, um. <laughs> <laughs> I play a toe. fucking. Oh man, you does. I kick ass in this film. I play. I uh, play. Pedophile, fucking perverted uncle, who essentially, I'm mostly, I'm all in flashback, because it was back to this guy's childhood. The guy's a psycho, sexual, serial killer, you know. And uh, he keeps flashing back to his uncle that the, the sexually abused, abused him both psychologically and sexually, as the child, you know. Yeah. So I had to, you know, I had to, I had to research pedophilia a little bit, you know, to do the role. Oof. And uh, because, man, I didn't want to fuck this up. It was a good opportunity to work with Tom Holland as director, you know, a script by Dick, and and I just loved the role so much. I mean, you can just shoot the fucking scenery up with something like that.
0: (laughs) And uh, literally. Excuse me. It's free. (laughs)
4: That's a great freeze frame.
2: It's a great freeze frame. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) John Dugan, I love it. I love it. So so, uh,
4: Uh, you know, I had to do some research. Research, yeah. I'm in our office here here at here at the house, you know. And I'm I'm watching and I'm sitting at my desk watching an interview with a pedophile in England oh, <laughs> man. who was trying to get the age who was uh, in prison but he's campaigning to get the age of consent uh, dropped down to eight years old or something like that.
0: What the you fuck?
4: Or five years, some shit. <laughs> no, That's one year difference. difference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. And those uh, pages comes into the She looks for the. I said no. I've been watching interviews with with pedophiles. Yeah, I've been watching interviews with pedophiles. She goes, uh, Don.
1: What search criteria did you type in into? Oh yeah, FBI watch list automatic. <laughs> That's what. What if like somebody didn't know you did and they across I, your history?
4: You know, I just typed in how to, you know, how can I be you
1: know. <laughs> He's moving around so fast
0: with the
2: camera. It's like... <laughs> did you say you typed in how can I be a pedophile? How can I be a pedophile?
4: <laughs> <laughs> <I was>
2: just, <laughs> was, you're definitely on the I FBI watch more, list.
4: I learned more than I, I did more than I really cared to doing that fucking thing.
2: God, it's dedication <laughs> sir that's dedication
0: oh, i love this episode uh oh my gosh uh
2: what so so since, since we're on a roll talking about oh we are a roll roll, what, a roll. Okay. what things would happen i want to know what what you think the sawyer family would do in the COVID crisis oh that's a great question what what would the sawyer family do right now? right now during
4: I, you know i think today was- I think they'd have the coolest masks of any neighbor, or theirs or anything, yeah.
2: Absolutely. They make, uh, they make everybody wear a mask, yeah.
0: yeah. And we're talking yeah, about you and your family, by the way.
4: <laughs> they, they could probably go into the, you know, make all money on the side going into the mask business selling masks,
0: you know. Be <laughs> <laughs> on Etsy. You'd have Etsy masks. That, Go to my website. No, I'd never, no. What, what, isn't
4: Etsy like Amazon
0: or something? No, well, it's like if I, if you and I made craft masks and then we put them on the internet, Etsy is an easy easy way to distribute them and sell them. It's
4: uh, yeah, bullshit
1: everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's like arts and crafts yeah, they, Amazon. They, mm-hmm.
4: They'd be on Etsy.
1: Yeah, you'd have and Etsy I, masks by the well, Swoyers.
4: The thing is, they were pretty isolated anyways. So they probably
0: just go on. I love this Tron music. It's awesome. <laughs>
1: They probably won't even know uh, about
0: and, uh, it. Oh yeah, I don't know. I, Derek is thinking uh, that's a good point. Would they even be uh, sophisticated enough to know about the internet? The Sawyer's? I don't know. They would have gotten with it. You think so? One of their victims would help them out with the you uh, know, when like, hey, this is my laptop. Let me show you how it works. So don't kill me.
1: No, <laughs> I can't. I can't pick. <laughs> oh, 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 we oh, cut oh. out again.
4: Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> Do you know uh, you you know I don't know if you've read anything about some some nonverbal autistic children yeah you know have never spoken to their parents or anything they found if they give them like a laptop computer they will start they really take to it and they'll start communicating through the computer you know that's awesome yeah you know, huh. they they learn how to tell you know, how to spell and how to type and they start communicating with their parents that way so
2: who knows maybe leatherface would <laughs> <laughs> all their- holy all, shit all, all leatherface needed was a speak and spell and he would have been fine he had one in part three uh, yeah uh, i can't
1: picture them calling an internet service provider out, out, really some that's
4: a I good know, one i've got a I kind of went a long way with that,
0: didn't I? I? I think it's hilarious. I don't give a fuck. Leatherface <laughs> <But> <laughs> did have a speaking spell. Yeah, in part three. I'll
4: be, over, I'll be overthinking everything for the next fucking three hours. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love it. That's a great
0: question, Dave. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! With the,
3: I, just I, know.
1: I just think I of that, of that next technology door changing door of everything. Mine one time. Leatherface like is suddenly Spot. a sweetheart. Leatherface <laughs> is suddenly a sweetheart because of the internet.
2: Nah, some troll would piss him off and he'd go cut him up.
1: Yeah,
0: and they would keep you alive by how, like, biotechnology. <laughs> Biotech. I don't know, like a arm, Grandpa. Uh, yeah, they would keep they would keep Grandpa alive like he's an animatronic. That's
4: possible. <laughs> Just, what if they get one of those like? Uh... Speaking of technology, one of those, like, uh, digital freezers that have all sorts of weird different shit you can do with. Them. To keep all the meat in <laughs> It's a great talk.
0: Just to keep all the meat in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I
4: love it. Is there such a thing? Or I just, is there such a thing or I just make it up in my head? <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, there probably is. I mean,
1: there's a digital everything else. There has to there's be. There's got to be, yeah. Good point,
4: There. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> if you
2: just made it up, you should be writing this shit down, John. I you cannot can, wait to watch this episode.
4: <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. It's just, don't be sorry. This is fucking grandma. great. You should do gummy
0: bears every time we interview no, you.
4: I busted a fucking rib oh. in a week and a half. Oh, oh man. So I've just been... So, yeah, so I've just been eating fucking gummies like <laughs> I like got man. Well,
1: glass half full.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, that's okay, man. I need to do edibles next time we do this too. <laughs> uh,
4: I think everybody should all the time.
1: The world would be a better place.
4: I think we should I think it should, we should all just be stoned all the time. It would be so great.
0: We chill the fuck out, yeah. Chill the fuck <laughs> out, yeah, everybody. Yeah. You
4: know. Yeah. Except you know, like you know, I would want people like in the license branch to be stoned when, <laughs> when I'm trying to renew my license or right anything.
0: You know? No, yeah. They might.
2: Yeah. <laughs> They're already slow enough there. We don't need to slow them down.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Fuck! I can't even get into those places right now.
1: <laughs> you just do it online, right?
0: I don't know. I got to renew my license this week, anyways. Thanks, guys. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, what do you want to yeah, jump into? Oh no shit. Let's talk about something, John. Let's talk about something.
4: Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think my truck needs plates. plate. <laughs> <laughs> Your truck needs plate. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. We, uh, we, uh, we what do you were we were talking about.
0: Let's uh. what we were talking about.
4: Uh, I'll tell you. I, hey, I, I'll tell you what, Chibi. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna run out of juice. I'm going to run out of juice on this phone. Okay. Well, I didn't know we'd be this long. Oh, man. I,
0: I knew we were going to have some fun with you. I knew it.
4: <laughs> you, know, I, I did an, uh, you know, I did an hour and a half with Mike Wilcerson, Wilkerson. Wilkerson. Wilk. Wilkie. That Wilkey. works. I did like an hour and a half with Wilkie you know, yeah. on his show just earlier and I forgot to plug back in.
0: So. Okay. You want to call it a, a rap on, you, uh, on your call? Yeah, and we'll do it again. Oh, yeah, we will. We'll do it again. Yeah, we can't wait to have you
1: back. We'll all take gummies next time. Yeah, we'll do gummies together next time.
0: We'll (laughs) all be fucking high and drunk.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I I would not feel so all alone. (laughs) All alone. (laughs) Everybody must get stoned. Oh, my God. I
0: love you, John. All right, baby. we'll, uh, We'll call it a day then, all right? I
4: love you guys. Take it easy Please give, my, you know, give every, give all my my friends in the Gore Club a big hug. For them, I will. Okay, we and will tell them I miss them. We will, man. You know? and yeah, I miss the Sunday meetings and just hanging out.
0: Oh, thanks.
4: And uh, yeah, hanging out and drinking far too much and uh, having nonsense conversations about nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what we're good at.
4: <laughs> we aren't good about talking about nothing. Love you, baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay, love you.
0: See you, dude. We'll see you. All right. Derek, say hit the button. Sweet. All right, everybody. Technical difficulties aside, that was awesome. That was a fun interview. Yeah. yeah. It got real heavy, and then it got like right where I was hoping it would go. Yeah. I feel
1: like we missed part of a joke. Oh, I think we well, missed about two or three it, jokes there with the cutout. Where he, but... where he
0: and his beautiful wife are is in Tennessee, and, and I forgot what part. But I know they're kind of far out if I remember correctly. And, you know, so anytime he was moving his phone, he would, he would lose a signal.
1: Yeah, that's understandable.
0: And like, right. you know, this is our first time doing the call-in and this is pretty funny. <laughs> kind, of like, kind of enjoyed it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a fun interview. Once it started going, man, he deep dived into like his career and then the, the pedophile shit. Oh my like, God. What?
0: Yeah, having to, re- I mean, think about that. Having to research a role. I mean, I mean, we, we've all been in movies and yeah. uh, 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 bit parts or full parts, but like, I don't think I've ever had to like, Google how to be a pedophile.
1: Yeah, I've never, like, <laughs> not those exact words, but I have I had to go down, like, rabbit holes for shit for just research purposes, yeah. and I'm always like, man, if I, like, die tonight, and they get my laptop and oh. look at my search history, and they're like, oh, he was fucked up. This is all he looked at for an entire day, and I'm yeah. like, no, guys, that's, <laughs> wasn't my thing. I was, was researching research. my role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: good, yeah. good excuse. I like it that he, you know, he, he brought up, so many things that we were already talking about, like talking about, you know, cops and uh, I mean, why this decade took off, especially in the underground, because you had to. And then being a low budget filmmaker, just worrying about how much fucking film costs.
1: That's crazy to me when he told me how much that movie costs. In general. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of already knew that. But like thinking about like, you could probably make that movie now like two thousand dollars oh yeah honestly like that same movie you can yeah. make uh, probably I mean, from your fucking cell phone with a few extra things yeah but the crew yeah. and the people involved make that but they so were also, special no that movie it's one of my right. favorite horror movies of all time man and yeah it, it's still like besides fucking franklin like I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs> where do we go from here holy crap that was great
0: know. Oh, what's uh, what's everybody's? What, we all got really quiet. And yeah. we just let him talk. We're like, wow, this is getting really, really fucking
2: real. heavy. And then he what's pulls your, out some
0: good ones at the end. It's what's like, your okay. favorite movie from the seventies? Uh, yeah, I, I
1: absolutely can't do that. If you had to pick, hey, you got to pick shit. one.
0: Okay, how about one that you remember the most, or what? No, it's, it's kind of, it's not my favorite. The one that I, the one that impacted me the most as a kid. Jesus, that's tough because there's so many genres, subgenres. I mean, we haven't even talked about the musicals that exploded yeah. in the seventies, like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they, we they talked about, about you know Phantom of the Paradise and. You know, this kid's fan of the park, by the way, is a TV movie uh, that I totally forgot it was until I did some deep, deep dick diving. Shut up. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, Helter Skelter freaked me out as a kid, made for television movie, uh, and, and introduced me to Steve Ralesback, who I love, and his overacting scenery chewing. That one got me one of Derek's favorites, Salem's Lot. <laughs> Shit, fuck off. <laughs> it's true. That movie affected me in ways that it just, That's I, good. Yeah. It, it fucked me up. Uh, but there's just too many. There's so many, like, especially when I saw them. Because some of those I saw in the 90s, I didn't even know. Like Eric they, was talking about, like, I didn't know certain movies were made. Uh, I mean, Halloween is so obvious, and it's, to, it's so tough to get past the ones that are really obvious to the ones that really affected me.
1: Yeah, but it's Fuck. hard not to go with an obvious one because it's one, like when one you've watched the most or right. you go to. Like for me, it's probably Clockwork Orange. Like, right. I feel like I've probably watched that more than I have almost any other movie whether it was like my stoner years right. or just like, Hey, you want to watch something kind of fucked up and has like a meaning to it all and shit. Like
2: you just got a track record for showing people fucked up movies.
1: That's how you yeah, find your friends. Yeah, It's kind of my thing. That's yeah. how I, like I test people and shit though. Like i always show them like the most, not even them. Like that's not the most fucked up shit I watch by far, yeah. but I think it's more uncomfortable than a lot of movies that are just like straight exploitation. Cause it is slightly like realistic. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it, the first time I watched clock Orange, orange, uh, I was I wasn't quite the young age I was for a lot of slashers, but I was still like thirteen, fourteen. I remember thinking they were going to be the good guys. Oh, from the well, because the first scene—remember that first time you see them—they yeah. interrupt that game, or even the antihero. Well, that's the not. second time you see them, I should say, because they beat up the fucking homeless guy. But in my young mm-hmm. mind, I'm like, well, who knows what that was? But then they save that girl. I mean, it looks like they're saving her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it's awful, and then it all goes like downhill from there. But. But it also shows you, like, that whole conformity shit, you know, what they're doing to him in prison and, and, the all, name the shit, and all the testing and shit. In name of, name of reform, science. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah we're going to reform this guy. And at
1: the end, they don't. God, yeah, I it's love not a fucking happy. That ending. last scene's the best, though. Oh, yeah. His, I mean, he's laying there in his, 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 you know, and it flashes to him like partying yeah. and being a total douchebag again. Right. He's like, yeah, I've changed.
2: <laughs> no, nah, yeah. See, yeah. for for me, I mean, it's not up there, but Alien. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah yeah that well that's a subgenre that people don't want like it's, like it's a sci-fi horror film. Yeah but uh, landmark yeah, a landmark
2: movie. It was
1: whoa, Alien was
2: 70 hold on it was in the 70s I know that. I thought it was 78 I
0: could be wrong. Think yeah, yeah. Like 78 77
2: something I love
1: like that. that movie but I like the sequel more so I Aliens. Yeah, I, I
0: understand that but uh I definitely understand that 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 way of looking at it cuz it's a sequel that's... Not the same. He just said, "Fuck it, I'm going to make my version." Yeah, make my
1: version of the same movie. Essentially, <laughs> right. It was
2: '79. So it was that '79. It's like so right there. The, in the, end yeah. of the '70s. But I mean, that movie made a huge, had a huge impact on me. Just, just, just watching it, and then started the whole like aliens craze back through
1: the '80s. Yeah. And it's still not dead. They're it's still making dead. movies for the fucking franchise to this day.
0: Uh, they're ta- they're in talks right now. I think Sigourney went from being yes to no. I don't know. She'll, She'll probably, say yes eventually. She'll probably be
2: a what hard What role no. is
1: she going to play? Is she going to be... They'll clone her or some shit. Again? Go, let's again. clone. Yeah. Let's just keep doing that. You can do that forever. I, I get excited by those actually movies. actually
0: uh, So that's yeah. the only one, Dave? Is the alien? That's oh, the no, one. no.
2: I mean, that. that's one of my favorites. But I mean, Dawn of the Dead is obviously... Neat. There's a lot of easy ones,
0: man, but... Um, I didn't put a lot of easy ones up there, actually.
1: You know? Yeah, you went like you, you know you dug deep for this, and it's crazy how many of these like I haven't seen too. Like that's what I talked about earlier. I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, I thought I was pretty familiar with most of the content. Then I see this list, I'm like, Damn. Either I haven't seen it or I saw it once yeah. and it's just been wiped from my memory. Because I'm sure a lot of these have been shown at your bar at some point. Oh yeah, but yeah, you know the Christopher the brain. Lee vampire well, like, and the, bourbons,
0: like, oh, Christopher it? Lee
2: vampire movies. Oh, the Hammer films. I remember absolutely. a lot of those. Just yeah. watching them. Um, but I mean Death Race 2000 god damn it Roger
1: Corman man Death Race 2000 is fucking awesome that's what I had him sign I have that 11 by 17 like shitty poster reprint from that yeah and that's what I had Corman sign the one time I met him because I was not prepared to meet him at all so I was like well what's one of my favorite movies fucking Death Race so I'll buy it from like the bootleg poster guy at the convention had him sign it I don't care and I have never seen that dude again this was almost that was 11 years ago and I haven't seen him at another convention since
0: that. I haven't either Uh, I don't know if he makes it out to this side
2: uh, this yeah ghost. at least
1: in this yeah in the Midwest or you know
0: maybe like,
2: maybe he met you and it was just like that's enough
1: fuck that yeah probably I don't understand and I got a shitty picture with him because the gore club owner Jake took the picture and yeah has a shaky hand so like my eye looks like it's not connected to my face cuz it's that weird blur you no. know <laughs> like, fuck man I'm never gonna meet that dude again in my life and yeah. I got the shitty picture
0: have you ever seen the sequel to death race 2000 not the one that everyone knows There's, it's called death sport I have it up yeah yeah yeah, I've seen yeah. That. Uh, it's you like know. a loose follow-up I, I would really say okay. yeah. I, yeah it's with the uh, with the crystal swords and all that and the motorcycles uh i don't i i don't even i guess it's like like you said it's like a loose follow-up
1: yeah i love that's fir- even that first one so fucking much though and sure. that's just because i watched this so many times it's really not like the best movie but i just i love that shit man <laughs> <laughs> that's just that cheap roger corman bullshit at a and david carradine yeah.
0: well they did a, a proper sequel to it um
1: what was it? Uh, what like the Jason Statham shit? No, 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 no. I oh. actually
0: like those. By the way, I like them yeah. There's multiples. Yeah, they actually made uh, one with Malcolm McDowell. He's like the president of I the can United see States. That. Yeah, yeah, and he it's does so a lot. over the top, and it's just like the original.
1: If it's straight to DVD, you fucking call him Malcolm McDowell. <laughs>
0: He's on it. He's your guy. I mean, be- yeah, Caligula. All the, you know, the movies he did in the seventies, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I mean, I didn't put those up there because to me, that's just it's. In, it's, it's part I love of, him because he's such a, a part girl. of our vernacular. We talk about those movies all the time. Uh, I should have yeah. put him up there. The Town That Dreaded Sundown is not up there. There's. Yeah, that's
1: well, that was seventies. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have thought that either. So that's cool. And that's one I do the like true the remake. story too. Yeah. I like the remake of that one. So. Yeah. Surprisingly, so That it was, was really good. Yeah, and that was like straight to DVD. Kind of no coverage for it. Yeah, that was good. Maybe yeah, that's how like, a movie has to be good these days. If nobody fucking talks about it, it usually ends up being better than the uh, giant Hollywood remakes. And we could dig into
0: the Last House on the Left. That's one that always gets talked about, though. I think when it comes to '70s movies, how the cinema has changed. I mean, it's, Man, it's I can't remember the it's last West time Craven's I watched that. Craven's first film, yeah. That's... And uh, and he you know grew up like a Baptist, I think, and he was not even allowed to watch these kind of movies until college. He didn't see a horror movie until college, and he comes out of college and makes that. Yeah, Lookin what awesome. what happened to him in college? Uh, Baptist upbringing, not college. He's just, he he got woke, baby.
1: It's like all those like <laughs> sheltered kids that become drug addicts and shit. Yeah, but Wes Craven was like, I make movies. I don't want to smoke crack. I want to make glass
0: <laughs> house on the left. Well, he had the opportunity to 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 continue and make a good life for himself, and he was like, No, nah, I'm gonna make this fucking oh, he's gonna, I mean yeah. I
1: think he still made a good can, life for
0: himself but it's still it's struggling as a filmmaker compared to what I think he I can God, how I long remember. was his struggle though if he
1: made last house on the left for nobody
0: made money off of probably
1: yeah but then Hills have Sean eyes?
0: Sean went on to make Friday the 13th but he didn't do it with Wes Craven he did the hills have eyes and he did a movie I cannot remember what it was was it sisters if somebody's on, if you're watching this on YouTube, put it in the comments for us. But he did that to fund The Hills Have Eyes, and I can't remember the damn name of the movie. Is look yeah. it up there. Thank you, Wes Craven. I and
1: mean, he made a fuck ton of money in the '80s. <laughs> yes, he did.
0: But that's the '80s. The '80s is like I said, those filmmakers who came up from nothing to if make I a could, statement, to get, start getting 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 paid, yeah. but still trying to make a statement. Maybe if John I for especially. 10
1: Years, I'll take that. Hell yeah, ten year struggle. I got gotcha. you.
0: Are you talking you go- about the movie that he made after? After Last House on the Left, but before The Hills Have Eyes, the movie he the did, Fireworks Woman. There you go. He yeah, did, he made that. that he made that to make money.
1: He made for, that. He just wrote that yeah. title too. He's like, I'm going to make a movie it's called like, the fucking was, Fireworks Woman.
0: Credited as Abe Snake. I didn't know that.
2: That's fucking hilarious. I didn't know that.
1: Wait, Wes Craven's credited as Abe Snake.
2: Yeah, it's just credited Abe as Snake. Because he want his name on it. I guess make yeah. fun. The Hills Have Eyes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't want my Is name. on it that what it says? Fireworks Woman. Fuck yeah. That's smart. Is it a horror movie? What is that? That has know. to be a family movie. There's the not, fireworks even, there's not movie.
2: even a Wikipedia page for it. So oh, there has to be a know.
1: trailer for that somewhere.
2: Probably. We'll find it.
1: Somebody,
0: fireworks put, somebody put that on our YouTube page. On
1: our from the, the director
0: of
2: Last House on the Left.
1: And it's probably
0: like ice creams the, and like pastels.
1: It's going to be like that fucking man in the ice cream suit <laughs> shit from <laughs> Stuart Gordon.
2: Except Stuart Gordon did that because he wanted to, not because he had to. Yeah, to fuck it.
1: He parties. But yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, Toby Hooper, of course, had you know Texas Chainsaw and Eaten Alive, which is that's another. I don't like a lot of Hooper stuff outside of TCM, honestly. Really, I love Invaders from Nars. I love Life Force. Oh, Life Force. Well, I love the posters for Life Force. Poltergeist. Everyone, you
0: know, I know it's supposed to be a Spielberg movie, but I don't care. I still love that movie. Yeah, it's it's, a part
1: of his. If we're giving Hooper Poltergeist, I'll. I like that. It's good. It's uh, got Coach in it. Didn't he
0: do the a remake of The Toolbox Murders? Didn't he do that with uh, Sherry Moon? Yeah, I did yeah, not like did. that. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be, be, mainly because her acting was a lot better. And I mean, she's not even that long, but for that time, don't give me like that, Derek. Derek's giving me the stink guy, the oh, Sherry Moon stink guy. Like, fuck you.
1: A lot better.
0: A lot better actor. Act, she acted, okay, her acting was a lot better in that film than what I was... Dude, but compared to what, though? Well, anything else that came before. You're like, oh, right, it wasn't total dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man like god damn it she
1: still shouldn't be in movies
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey we i we i've seen some awful I'm awful sure actors people,
1: yeah so have i but like not at that level well i guess at that level too but yeah not because you're just banging rob sorry <laughs> no <laughs> that's why she's i'd there. be banging rob you get me in a movie you yeah like i it. guess i would bang rob zombie if you'll put me in a movie mm-hmm. or two i don't know i don't know how much that pays though i don't feel, I don't feel like it pays a lot Oh, they seem to have to do a lot of conventions if Rob Zombie is like <laughs> it seems all dudes that are in his movies do a lot of conventions like a
0: Star Trek person like the person who dies in the red like the red, yeah, the I, red I, shirt. I died in episode one yeah.
1: Star Trek I, I feel like if you do a Rob Zombie movie the only guarantee is he's like well you can re-up your convention credit you'll have a new 11 by 17 fucking poster to set on your table in the cell. Yeah. there's no other guarantee most of the time, it doesn't even come out in theater, straight to DVD now, like half his shit.
2: Mm, I remember he was going to do The Blob at one point. He was going to remake The Blob. The Blob? Yeah. I'm fine I with was, that. I mean...
1: What's Kevin I mean, doing? People
0: it's, it's, get tagged in all kinds of movies that they never come. It never comes out.
1: What's so. Kevin Dillon doing? Hit him up, Put him for in for him. that shit, Kevin.
0: Kevin Dillon. Yeah, bring Kevin Dillon back. Bring Kevin the, Dillon back. When make. we talk about the '80s, that's the Kevin Dillon comes out.
1: Oh, uh, what does it really? Oh work? yeah, man, he uh, made a lot of interesting really wanna, movies. I don't really want to <laughs> deep dive on Johnny Drama, but I guess we can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. I, I, I like that he was willing to spoof himself, you know, on that show. Yeah, uh, we did totally ignore like Argento for the most part, which you know. Before I said Clockwork Orange, I was debating between like Suspiria and Deep Red for sure. Yeah, man, those yeah, because those are ones that I saw when I was pretty young, and they they kind of stayed with me like fucking forever. Because the first time I saw them, I didn't know what the fuck they were. You know, they existed. Italian films? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like saw them like one time, and then eight years later, like rented them again, and I was like, oh shit, this is the one I saw that had this scene, or that you know, they're pretty graphic. You know, you know the bad scenes in both of those movies. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah I love those films man now I have like all the super duper special editions of them and I'm a fucking fan of Goblin now which I would have never got into any of that shit if it was a project yeah I understand that I would have never cared about any of it it's
0: like the fish of horror movie soundtrack
1: no it's not that bad no but like no okay fuck I sat through fish Pink Floyd and I know how that is wait wait,
0: explain explain
1: Okay, yourself (laughs) okay (laughs) I'm gonna get made fun of either way here but I don't give a fuck so I, I can't think of a dude's name the, the main guy in Fish yeah, what's his I'm name I don't know, his don't fucking
2: know. Name. I'm not googling it either he did
1: this uh, so we always had this festival out here called Bourbon and Beyond it's just a mixture of all kinds of different bands and shit I really wanted to see Hollow Notes cause oh <laughs> yeah and the Fish fans are like but you like Hollow Notes yeah fuck you you like Fish but anyway <laughs> the only way they were coming on after him so I was like fuck I want a good spot for that so I just I'm gonna have to stand in this fucking crowd and I, it felt like, you remember the show Arthur that was on PBS? Yep. It felt like the music from that, but like three hours long, it was just all happy and fucking lame and cheerful. And everybody's like 60 and stoned in the crowd. And they're like, oh, this is the best. And I'm like, I just want to see fucking Hall and Oates. <laughs> watching you, watching you. And you. it almost wasn't worth it. But then Hall and Oates, they they killed it. Cause they, they kind of like hate each other. So it's fun to watch them on stage. Oh, do they? Yeah. I don't know how deep that really goes, but they don't come near each other on stage, dude. It's so fucking awkward. And they have like a giant, like end table setting in between them and they never cross it. What? It's just really awkward and weird, (laughs) but they're both still really good life. If you like that type of shit, I'm just like, I'm a fucking cornball, so I love hollow notes, but I fucking hate fish so much. So I, I don't like that you compare Goblin to them. Okay, I'm sorry. That was like my. That was a long life.
0: fucking fuck you, Steve. Right there. I, really don't, I really don't, that was.
1: I really don't appreciate that comparison of goblin and fish. I don't think fish has ever been on one movie soundtrack.
0: Uh, they shouldn't be.
1: Hope this. And if you're a fish,
0: uh, if you know what, if you love fish, uh, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> okay. no. Uh, well, talking about Italian films, we're definitely gonna have. We could do an entire episode on Italian cinema period. I think we talked about doing that.
1: We're going to do that for sure. So that's why we're not
0: going to deep dive on. Actually, we haven't deep dived on any of these movies because there's just so many. Uh, yeah. Definitely, we're definitely going to do an episode of just about Italian films. Yeah. It's deep hard Rats, to do. Experier, that. I
1: mean, Fulci, D'Itato. There's so many. Yeah. It's hard to do a deep Franco. dive when there's so much to cover. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you're talking hundreds of movies. Eventually, we're going to go like year by year on some of this shit so we can go a little deeper into the films. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, this is more just covering all the shit that we possibly can in like an hour and a half to two hours from the 70s, which is not fucking easy. I thought it would be. But even when I was diving into just mainstream shit, I was like, this is like overwhelming. And like we haven't even talked about like Carrie, which is Brian De Palma. Uh, yeah. And that's the one that like I feel like every once again, we kind of go back to families watching things. I think like everybody I've ever met's watched Carrie at some point. And I don't know how bullies still exist after that movie. <laughs> like I watched that I'm like yep yeah, I'll never fuck with anybody again because they
0: could set you on fire
1: yeah I mean they killed John Travolta though so that's good that's my favorite part I can watch that over and over. that fucking car just,
0: yeah I'm a William Cat
1: fan isn't it fucked up that he's like I want to go do Greece now yeah it's great it's weird man I'm gonna be like Saturday Night Fever in Greece. I'm the guy but so, only after I play this huge piece of shit in Gary
2: <laughs> and it worked all the way well, was he it's welcome back Cotta so. yeah uh, yeah
1: Somebody saw that Carrie, John Travolta, just being a complete ass. And they're like, you know what? He's our new leading man. He's a sexy forever. motherfucker. He's all right. Speaking
0: of John Travolta, you it's want to talk about Kelly Preston? Car. We just lost Kelly Preston. Oh, yeah. 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 From Dust till dawn. I mean, so, yeah, name off a bunch. I mean, I, I, I lost my pad. I, I made so many notes this week that I have lost my notes in my head. Because uh, there's so much to talk about. But I definitely want to talk about Kelly Preston and maybe even Danny Hicks.
1: Yeah, we went into Hicks' rabbit hole last week. A little, a little bit, bit, yeah. Uh, I was hoping to get to,
0: to talk to um, John Dugan about Danny Hicks because I know they were friends. But we'll yeah. definitely, like like John said, we're going to have him back a couple of times with less technical difficulties.
1: It's like a weekly thing right now, like a new celeb's dropping off, yeah. especially from that genre. Like, right. And she was fairly young, right? Like 57, something yeah. like that? She did so a this-
0: movie I remember uh, called Spellbound, and it was just like a witchcraft movie. Kind of generic. I, th- I think Vestron put it out. Uh, I know it was like I think I saw it on the on the Unholy VHS. Just like
1: a witchcraft movie, as in like the She's genre of like sexy... witchcraft, or like the movie film. No, series, uh, witchcraft.
0: <laughs> no, not those witchcraft movies. Like a witchcraft style, uh, like oh, okay. it's a Satanic Panic movie. Um, but
1: not just that was my form. first
0: introduction to her. Except for what she did, what was it? She was like the oh, the drunk girl in. I don't know. God damn it. the Look her up, buddy. Space I didn't, camp. Yeah. Space camp. <laughs> is, I don't know if she was a drunk girl in space camp. Dave's got the tablet if you're listening to us, but if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see him. Uh, so we can not always keep uh, going into these voids of, I can't remember.
1: Yeah. When we fell like digging through our brains, which does happen from time to time, we got Dave with the tablet now, which that's good to have. Yeah. Especially for something like Kelly fucking Preston. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't.
0: I,
2: just, I didn't
1: even know she was married to Travolta until two days ago or whenever she passed away. She was also in Twins. Twins Oh
0: yeah! Oh no! She's the best part. Her and Chloe Webb. Chloe Webb is the uh, is like twins. They're the, the, the girlfriends
1: of Arnold and Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Huh. What did you think of? Chloe about? Webb is with Danny, and then Arnold has uh, Kelly Preston.
1: I just I don't remember the cast of Twins. I don't even. I just remember the cover of Twins. I don't even know what that movie's about. I guess they're twins. <laughs> Okay, this guy. What's twins, a, what's, twins <laughs> a,
0: what's twins about? Somebody explain to me. Are we going to talk about twins on a horror podcast? Okay. If you could just give me a brief... Quick synopsis. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger get separated at birth. Arnold Schwarzenegger has all the good genes. Danny DeVito is, a, quote unquote, the shit. And then they meet. That's bullshit. That's yeah.
1: not in real estate. Those two can be related. He's Austrian or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's raised by a doctor on an island. Yeah. Like Dr. Monroe? God, that'd exactly. make, that would be
0: awesome. Twins again.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, that, From the
0: director.
1: I've seen that cover Frank so many times that I've never bothered like trying to find out what it's about or anything. Yeah, you could, that could be a good horror movie like Schwarzenegger, DeVito, just these evil twins. Evil, yeah. Which twins of evil, evil twin? which is a good hammer no, 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 no. film. So Arnold,
2: Arnold's the evil twin and DeVito is the good twin and DeVito has to stop Arnold.
1: DeVito wouldn't be the good twin.
2: Oh, I think he should be though.
1: Yeah, like, just a little switcheroo on a little, us. A little
2: switcheroo, and he has to stop Arnold. <laughs> Back in their prime.
0: <laughs> like, this episode you, is everywhere. You I love it. Can you
2: imagine the fight, the final scene?
1: If it's a f- straight-up fist fight, yeah, I would love that.
2: Just remake Commando, but except have have, uh, have uh, Danny DeVito play Arnold's part and Arnold's playing playing uh, Vernon
1: Wells. Oh. I'd watch that. See? I think Danny DeVito really missed the boat on becoming an action star. He really I don't up. think it's too late. Yeah, I mean, just hit the gym for a couple of weeks. You can fuck him up. I mean, I can't make his arms longer. They're going to be like weirdly short no matter what. Oh but he's God. just built that way, like an egg. <laughs> uh,
0: we're going to wrap this up, guys.
2: Yeah, we're We're, gonna wrap, we, there, we're running so long, there, our cameras are failing. Is there anything else that you, you were talking about earlier? The
1: only other one was when we were going to the Italian films. Uh, yeah, Don't Torture a Duckling was another one that really kind of fucked me up when I first saw it. because, And it, we didn't even deep dive into this at all, but when I used to watch horror movies as a kid, I always felt safe because kids never died. Every movie I ever watched, (laughs) like if I watched the 80s films, like Friday the 13th and all those, they kill like people that are 19, 20, like teenagers and babysitters or high schoolers that look like they're 30. But like kids never die. Kids are always safe. Even in like you know Friday the 13th when the kids were actually there in like part six, they didn't didn't kill a single kid. Like what the fuck, Jason? They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but just get to it. Like why wouldn't you kill them? (laughs) yeah but then i see something Bro like child murder yeah but then you see don't torture duckling that that's all it's about is child murder like but it starts off with like three kids getting murdered and it leads to like this mystery of like a who it type of thing and there's like this witch that's in town and they're blaming her and then she goes through some brutal shit i don't even want to spoil it because if you haven't seen it you should totally watch it but it's also like a shot at like the church because there's some like kind of villainous shit going on behind the scenes with like the church system there, the Catholic church, which to me is like in 1972 is pretty ballsy talking about like child abuse within like the religious system. system. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really off the wall and it stayed in my head forever. I actually recently just went back and watched it because I, I bought the DVD. I had a special edition, like maybe two years ago. Didn't watch it. Just sat on my shelf. Cause I remembered like it kind of fucking me up. Oh you know, last yeah. I watched one it. one of
0: those movies you pull out. So then like, like ah, I watched watch it
1: again it. and I'm like, man, it's still like, It was the first time Volchi really did that really graphic violence, like the gross shit that he's known for. That's the first time he did it was that film and he's doing it like on kids for one. And then like some of like the women and shit in it, but it's just like a really fucked up, like murder mystery style, like Italian film. And it's forever. Like there's so many scenes in that that are in my head. And I was scared. Like when I saw it, it's like 14, 15. I was still like scared to go ride my bike and shit. (laughs) guess <laughs> for a short time, because I was like, "Fuck! Somebody's gonna scoop me up and murder the shit out of me." Because these kids are getting like their fucking brains knocked out and being found in rivers and shit, and like this whole town's like, "We don't know who did it. it has to be her. She's a witch." Like that old school, like, "Oh yeah." Like, shit. like man, I, I kind of live in like a podunk neighborhood here, so they probably do that too. They're like, "Blame, blame the creepy lady down the street." Yeah. And it's kind of shot like in a
0: cinéma vérité look. It looks like almost yeah. like a documentary style. It's very yeah. dry like the way the filters they use on the cameras. I mean, they knew it, they were doing it and it's very unsettling.
1: It's unsettling. And there's a scene, like, again, I don't really want to spoil the movie or like the twist in it too much, even though it came out fucking 38 year, 48 years, 48 years ago. I think. 72. Yeah, I could be wrong. I care. But there's a scene where like someone goes off a cliff and their face just scrapes on the side of the cliff the entire fucking way down. And it's obviously like a dummy, but it's just so gross looking at it, thinking like, I hope that never happens to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, well, that's but that's, yeah. that's a great effect on uh when it comes to film like watch jaws and you're afraid to go in a fucking swimming pool which or a also when it's killed dark. kids like right they, like that oh yeah the, they did
1: yeah the 70s were like fuck it we're gonna ruin your childhood yeah, piranha exorcist it's, it's,
0: oh definitely piranha even yeah.
1: more so yeah they don't leave kids. like the 70s were just like fuck kids it's
0: the, the, i can't stop talking about it. those filmmakers were like we're gonna do it our way the hollywood yeah. system sucks not only are we not gonna get funding we're just gonna we're going to put it out our way. We're going to make it our way. We're going to write it our way. And you're yeah. going to deal with it. And they had to deal with it because there was, I mean, you had a bunch of puff fucking movies on, on besides like The Exorcist and then finally Jaws, but the Jaws yeah. is at the end. And they're yeah. like, Oh, we, I guess we got to take Late this genre 70s. seriously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a solid note to end on. Uh, yeah. Kids getting murdered and... Uh, and filmmakers and not
0: taking any more shit. Filmmakers
1: finally saying, fuck it, we're going to do whatever we want, do some renegade filmmaking, and just like talking to John Dugan about how much it costs them to do TCM and shit yeah. like that. Some ballsy stuff. I mean, you can do it now. There's a lot of people out there doing it now, too, if you just take the time to look up these indie filmmakers that you see on the convention scene. Yeah. and shit. They're making stuff that's just as high quality as the shit in the 70s. It's not the best. It's not what you see at, in Hollywood. I assure you, the VHS shit you love, it's probably up to par with that at this point. Oh, absolutely. But especially the 70s. Especially the 70s. Yeah, I like some straight dog shit sometimes, and I forget. We love this piece of shit <laughs> movie. Yeah, sometimes I turn it on, I'm like, this does not need a 4K edition. I can assure you of that. There's no fixing that shit. No. <laughs> just Just include it with bad VCR tracking, and we're fucking set.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. We're gonna go ahead and get out of here.
1: Yeah. Thanks for putting up with
0: us. No yeah. shit. And uh, we're definitely gonna have John Dugan back with better technical prowess. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Let's less less <laughs> try. <technical laughs> uh, if you're movies. if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, give us a like, subscribe, and then you can find us on Anchor, Apple, Google, Cast,
1: Comment, Call Us Assholes, Do What You Want, Everything. Yeah. It's Spotify. great. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye.